stay driven. Complacency is the killer of progress. No matter what it takes, every day, every job is going to be tough. Every time, it doesn't matter what career you go into, you're going to have your bad days where you're just, you're not having fun at work, you know, but you have to keep pushing through the grind because you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. That's just the way it goes. It doesn't matter. You can't, even if you say, oh, I'll quit this job and do a new job. It doesn't work like that. You're still going to have bad days in that new job. You have to stay driven. You have to stay focused. You have to stay motivated and always looking for how can I push my, my life and my family's life forward. If you get complacent, that's just the killer of any progress that you have for, for your family. So, so stay motivated. You are now tuning in to the Roughnecks Podcast with your host, Cole Nixon. Much love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Nixon. I'm a senior at Ohio Wesleyan University in Delaware, Ohio. I major in business marketing with a minor in data analytics. I also play football for the Battling Bishops. I started this podcast to share the knowledge and advice with others. Just about every week, I try to bring on a guest who is viewed as a leader or motivator in athletics, coaching, business, and just life. A new episode is released every single Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss Motivation Monday at the end of each episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Find us on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at Roughnecks Pod C1. If you ever want to get in contact with the Roughnecks Podcast, you can message us on social media or email us at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss any other episodes. But for now, let's get into this week's show. Joining the Roughnecks podcast this week for episode 17 is Trevor Scott. Trevor Scott is my old trainer. He's also an entrepreneur who has opened not one, but two gyms uh, with Elite One Fitness and Apex Fitness recently, and both of which I would highly recommend if you're in the Licking County area. One of them is 24-7 now, so that's convenient for everybody. But along with the gyms, he has also started a healthy food company with pre-cooked meals that are similar to Chipotle, but healthier and better. Along with Simply Fit, he also has X Bites, which is jerky, and he talks a little bit about that on the podcast. This is a fun conversation with my old trainer, Trevor Scott. I hope you enjoy. Let's get into this week's episode. Trevor Scott, welcome to episode 17 of the Roughnecks podcast. Like we mentioned on the previous episode, actually the previous couple episodes, each month is going to have a topic in mind, and that topic is going to be based directly or a little bit out of directly uh, from the champion's manual. The champion's manual is something that I took from college football to Hot Land and coach Tom Watts, who is my head coach. And it's something he actually took from Jim Tressel uh, from what he called the winner's manual, but he used it at Youngstown state and Ohio state. Jim Tressel also has a book on it and it's, it's one I'm currently reading, currently reading. I highly recommend it. Uh, but this month is not directly out of the champion's manual, but it's somewhat, out of it it's uh this month is inspiration and each guest that i bring on fits into this topic and you're about to find out why trevor scott fits into this topic as you listen throughout this episode so <laughs> like i said trevor scott welcome um give us a little background on yourself just to start inspiration man that, that's quite the intro we uh let's see so i don't know probably grew up like a lot of people um had a very 
very good family. My dad showed a lot of, a lot of care and love towards me and my, uh, my brother. And, you know, he didn't have the most resources and didn't have a lot growing up. And so it was tough for him to teach us about things he didn't know or didn't experience. But one thing he was really, really good at was leading by example in his work ethic. Like his work ethic is second to none. I mean, to this day, he still works more hours than anybody I know. Um, he's 60 years old and he just still gets after it. So, you know, his work ethic is one thing that he gave both of, you know, my brother and I and really allowed us to then, you know, go figure some other things out for ourselves. But uh, with that foundation, it's made a lot of things possible. So, you know, starting off with him, you know, I was fortunate to have such a caring, loving father in my life and then such a driving force. He was very tough on us, but at the same time, he showed us uh, how much he cared and throughout sports. And uh, that was kind of where it started. He's a big sports fan, grew up playing, you know, every sport you can imagine. And that was where the kind of the competitiveness kind of came in and the competitiveness just breeds through, uh, through everyday life. So learning how to, I guess, harness that, enjoy that and embrace being competitive. Um, it's really helped throughout you know, uh, regular day life, business life. Um, but then also when you're younger in sports and when you're having fun with it. So, you know, that's kind of, uh, our growing up he taught us about hard work, taught, uh, led us down the path of sports. We love sports. It really opened doors for me to be able to, with my hard work and dedication and the drive that he instilled in us, uh, that that's, that's so important to have that drive, that affinity for life. Complacency is the biggest killer out there. Just being complacent with what's going on, the status quo. Anytime you get complacent, that's when that fire just burns out and the fire dies. You know, nothing really good comes from complacency. So being able to instill that drive into people around you and be driven is, is just something that uh, I'll always thank him with the grow with, with, with the upbringing. Moving into after that, you know, went to college to, you know, play basketball. And uh, that was a that was a fun, amazing ride. Had a lot of fun with some teammates and everything there and went to college. I thought I wanted to be a teacher and uh, I love giving back. I love helping others. Um, my dad is one of the most selfless people uh, I've ever been around. And he kind of he's been that way as well. He gives, gives, gives. And so I, I wanted to kind of do the same thing cut from the same cloth. Graduated with a, a degree in, in mathematics, became a teacher. And, you know, I just realized there was something missing that that. You know, I loved uh, the challenge of teaching and helping kids, but at the same time, I was, I was a little more driven. I just, I wanted more, you know, I wanted to be able to, to create, to evolve and to continue to challenge myself. So I ended up stepping away from teaching and uh, then I started uh, in the fitness world where I have always kind of really enjoyed the fitness side of things. I love to take care of my body, take care of my health. I love to help others do the same thing if I can. And we started a gym, uh, long story short. Uh, we're on to our second gym now and uh, also started a healthy food company called Simply Fit Foods, where we do meal preps. We do healthy uh, X-Bite jerky, um, like a combination snack. Uh, we do some other things. So kind of done some different uh, business ventures. Also do a lot of, uh, you know, I'm uh, big into the cryptocurrency world. Um, just, just very curious, very, uh, very driven in different aspects. And uh, yeah, there's just just too much out there to kind of to kind of stay still I guess I was gonna ask you and I think you pretty much already answered the question is who was your biggest inspiration like when you were yeah and yeah. I think it's pretty obvious who that big inspiration was mm -hmm. yeah so. yeah that's a it, and, and I feel so so fortunate I can't I can't stress that enough because I know there's some people out there 
who maybe weren't as fortunate as I was to have a dad in their life that that really, you know, gave the same same to them that that he gave to me. But I think uh, you know everybody has their own way of kind of weaving their way in and out. We all have our we all have our trials and our things that are tough for us. You know, I've grown up with lots of lots of tragedies and everything. Everybody's got that that story or two. You just have to find your own path and find your own inspiration from whether it's a friend or a relative or you know maybe it's a a podcast or a personality and and, and really find that inspiration somewhere. But luckily, it was a. Uh, it was growing up for me. So, yeah. So like you said, you played many sports, but what was it overall that made you like kind of stick with basketball more than the other sports? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so it started off, you know, baseball was huge. My, my whole family's big baseball family and uh, really enjoyed that. It just became too slow for me. Um, I think uh, you can compare it to some, uh, you know, I think we have, different everybody's got a that 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 pet at home so right I would be compared to that high strung uh, you know German shepherd that doesn't like to stay still I like to keep moving so my personality baseball I loved it I enjoyed it I kept playing it um it just wasn't fast paced enough yeah, for me baseball's um, too slow that was always my problem yeah. I loved baseball but it's like yep. it drags and like that's why I can't watch baseball either like I struggle yeah. watching it because it's just so slow and I didn't like the fact that I couldn't impact the game every second if I wanted to. Like, you know, I mean, I have to wait my turn to get up. Uh, I can only I can only field a ball if it's hit to me. So in basketball, I was able to hopefully help change a game, whether it's offensive or offensively or defensively, every possession. So just being more involved, the fast-paced nature of it. Um, I think if my school would have had volleyball, I would have been all in on volleyball. I, think, I mean, it, I love that sport. That thing's high-paced, too. So you open now two gyms. What? Where did yeah. – like – you talked talked about like you wanted more. That's why you started opening the gym. Mm -hmm. What made you? Is it the whole wanting more? Is that why you started to open the second gym and go on with the healthy food as well? Yeah. So it just kind of evolved. You know, I'm started off. You know, uh, we've all done some personal training uh, in the past, and I was helping people there. And then I kind of wanted to create my own atmosphere, my own personality. Uh, and so the first gym came of that. And you know, kind of out of the darkness of 2000. Uh, of 2020 last year kind of came the new gym which is pretty bold to open a new gym in the middle of a pandemic but uh i kind of uh believe you know through the darkness there that there's that shimmering light that that you have to kind of grab a hold of like with little, little different what's the word i'm looking for when you pivot and you take an opportunity when it seems like there are no opportunities type of thing so what happened was uh we had we had covid shut down our first gym last year and it was shut down for some time. And so instead of, you know, taking one on the chin and just kind of stepping away and letting it, you know, when the horse kicks you off, just staying off, we got back on the horse. And what we did was called up a couple, uh, uh, well, I called up another gym owner. And uh, I said, hey, we have, but we both have respect for, uh, for each other. Why don't we make a little pivot here, combine some, you know, of our resources and create something even better for the community and at the same time, lower our risk when it comes to with COVID and everything that's going on. So we turned two forces into one and we created a, a 24 hour gym. Um, and it, we have now been open for, oh, what's it been? A little over a month, month and a half, two months. And things are going 
absolutely awesome. Can't couldn't ask for more. People love the environment, and that's all. That's what it's all about: creating a good environment that people want to be at and want to show up to. I feel like you got the best of both worlds with your gyms too, because like you said, you got that twenty-four hour gym, and like me personally, like there's not many twenty-four hour gyms in our area. We mm-hmm. don't have a whole lot, and ever since I've got to college, the like working during the summer and stuff, like it's been hard to find a gym that fits your hours well, to where you're not like rushing a workout, to where you have thirty minutes to get, you know, try to get a workout in, but the 24 hour like added a nice touch to what you already had with the training and the body fit and yep. all the stuff that you guys do. So you, you now have like every, like almost all accommodations. Yeah. It's really nice. And it's, it's been a development over the course of, you know, almost a decade now, you know, it's taken a long time, but you know, you put the hard work in and eventually, you know, you can't see through the, through the mound of crap. And then eventually you just get, you see light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and eventually it, it you know, you just keep pushing through and keep working hard and it eventually comes to you. And I think too many people think it's just going to happen overnight and you're going to have to put some time in, you know, and eventually it'll come to you. Uh, keep building that foundation. And uh, what happened is now we have uh, a facility that we, we train athletes. It's kind of like, uh, and we also do like the catering of like your Planet Fitness t- style um, everyday gym goer, you know, so we can compete with, with them price-wise and have the regular gym. But then we also can do some things that they can't, you know, and uh, it's kind of nice to be able to to not only compete with uh, national chain franchise brands, but also offer things they can't. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, like could talk off that, too, like the whole like training thing that you guys offer. I don't know if you realize or not, but you're one of the people who inspired me to like actually go play college athletics, because in my head, you know, we all have those dreams of being a D1 <laughs> athlete. We all yeah. that's what we think. We're all we're a D1 athlete. And in my head, I said, unless I get a D2 or D1 offer, I'm not going to play football. I'm going to go to the military, you know, and then I broke my elbow my senior year. Things didn't go the way you, I wanted them to. And honestly, I don't think I could have played D1 anyway. <laughs> I, uh, you know, once you get into that D3 world, you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh I, I'm not as good as I think I am. You get that rude awakening. But you were one of those people who inspired me to like, you know, don't just because things don't work out, like keep going after that career. So was that like your goal when you started the training? Was it, did you want that gym to be more of like the training and to inspire those people? Like even not even directly, but, or was it more of, you just wanted the gym itself? Yeah. So it always goes back to the whole reason it was all started. And I kind of throw the question back on you. Like think about like Christmas time or birthdays or whatever, whenever you're giving somebody a gift, like is do you feel better like do you enjoy giving someone a gift and seeing their face when they get the gift from you more or do you love receiving a gift from someone and i think most people's answer is like they really feel that intrinsic like reward and whatever it happens to be when you give somebody something and i mean you just can't replace that feeling right and so that's where it all started that's where it all goes back to and that is always you know, front and center for us. And so it's just who we are. It's, it, you know, it's who we are as people. Um, I think most people have it, you have it, or, or you just, I guess you just don't feel that way if you don't, but at the same time, just, we love to, we love to see others succeed and yeah, just giving back is so, it, it's so much more rewarding than receiving something. Oh, without a doubt. Like, cause you definitely gave back to me. Like I would have never been in the position that I am today if it wasn't for you guys at elite. Like I would have never, I, I mean, I, 
would have had potential, but you guys like helped me exceed what my potential was. And I had already on and already helped me. Like when he'd come in and run with mm-hmm. us, he helped yeah. me push myself. So it's like little things like that. And like, you guys brought already in. So it's like, you guys helped push me and it helped me exceed. And you guys like, you guys are an inspiration and you yeah. and like, you guys keep pushing people and you help people. And that's the whole giving back thing. Thanks man. Appreciate it. That like right there, that's the, that's exactly why you do it. That's the reward, you know? And you know, we can create some pretty good athletes and we can really help you with uh, things that you need. But at the same time, I mean, developing people as young men and young women, that's kind of, uh, that's almost as big, if not bigger than, you know, that building them as athletes, right? And so, you know, keeping these relationships like we have with you, we have with some of our other athletes, um, that goes on for years, you know, and those types of things, you instill like good role models and, and you, uh, you know, just, just lead by example. And then hopefully, you know, they can kind of take one or two things from you and go make something of themselves. Yeah. Cause I, you said good role models and stuff like that. And I'll never forget you guys being on me about, you know, when I was in <laughs> high school, you know, in a high school, you have all the temptations in the world and especially in college too, they grow even more yeah, like yeah. party to do these dumb things that, are tempting for, especially for young people. Like it's tempting, but I remember like you guys being on me about like, you know, you got to watch it. You got to stay away from that because it's just going to like, it could ruin any chance I have of playing college football, but yeah, you guys are. Takes your focus off. Oh yeah, Yeah. it does. So we talked about the inspiration for the gym. Now what about the food Mm -hmm. business? Cause that was almost like a little twist. Like I didn't, I didn't see that coming, but I like it. But where did that come from? Simply fit kind of came out of, you know, just going to the gym every day and stopping at Chipotle afterwards and being like, man, there's got to be something else that's healthier than this, you know, because that was the healthiest we could find. So, you know, we're like, man, that'd be great if there was kind of a fast food, but healthy option. And it just wasn't out there anywhere. And then eventually we just thought about it and thought about it. And then it was like, hey, why don't we just start with like a food truck and then make it a drive through food truck. And you can come up and get some kind of like Chipotle, but you have different options and healthier options without all the oils and extra added, uh, you know, fats and whatnot. Just keep it a little cleaner. You know, it started as that. Same time we started doing meal prepping and people could order in bulk meals or just bulk chicken and rices and veggies. We vacuum seal that for people. And that's kind of taken off more than anything. And, you know, people really enjoy like the meal prep side of things. Meal prepping can be kind of tiresome and we have pretty good rates. Uh, our prices are very competitive, if not better than anywhere I know. And with, uh, you just order their, their food, we vacuum seal it, they can freeze it, they can heat it up in the vacuum sealed packaging, and uh, we get it to them next day. And so that's kind of, it just kind of took a life of its own. It just keeps, it kept evolving, but it came out of the fact that I'm already treating my body really good with the gym. Why don't I just kind of go hand in hand with something to eat, you know, for the, for the nutrition side of things. Uh, we can end up coming out with a, a a new healthy jerky that's like a chicken jerky, but combination snack with like whether it has cran- cranberries, almonds, or butter toffee peanuts. It's kind of like a healthy snack, but in meal form, a uh, healthy meal, but in snack form. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things that always keeps taking life of its own. But I will say for, for everybody out there looking to go into like different businesses or entrepreneurial, big advice, if I can give any, learning from mistakes is like one of the biggest things, uh, one of the only things I have to go off of. Um, and, and one of those mistakes is going too broad, too wide, uh, fat, too fast instead of going vertical. And what I mean by that is focusing on one discipline or focusing on one, one thing, uh, 
uh, at a time and making sure that's bulletproof and build it to the sky. And even though it kind of gets boring after a while, it's not new and exciting for you anymore. You need to build it up to where it's bulletproof. If you go too horizontal and you spread yourself too thin, too fast before any one thing is built up, it really, really uh, makes it tough on you to succeed in any of the facets. You just become very average or less than average at, at all those facets instead of really good at one thing. And then once you build that one thing up, then you can start trickling into other places once it becomes more self-sustaining. But, you know, uh, a business is like a fire. And if you don't keep putting wood on the fire, it'll slowly burn itself out. If you just think the business, it can just survive and just go on its own. And that's another lesson that, you know, you just have to learn for yourself sometimes. But hopefully uh, we can get this message to some people and they don't have to. That's uh, funny because that's actually, I was going to ask you questions about business and entrepreneur and like, you know, what are some of the hardest things you to handle? And you kind of answered it just for me and I didn't even have to ask you. <laughs> I'm just so smart, Cole. I like to ask all my guests this because I find the importance, uh, like I find an importance on goals and that's why I like, I try to share on this podcast. Yeah. What does the future of Trevor Scott look like? And like, what are your goals? Yeah. So that having a plan is kind of like the same type of thing that I just say in a different way. You say have goals, I say have a plan, but either way, it's the same thing. Like you can't, it may not always work out the way you have planned it or what way your goals are set, but you have something you're striving towards and you have to do that or you're going to fall again into that complacency and complacency is the death of progress. And you just cannot make progress with, with, with complacency. So you know, staying driven, but then also the, uh, the future, man, it's hard to say really, uh, looking to keep building the gym, of course, and building this, the food business. I have a near term, medium term goal of starting some, uh, uh, real estate investments and a little holdings company there. And so that is kind of the next phase. And I've been for the last couple of years, getting my ducks in a row, so that that can become a reality, you know, talking with my family over the last couple of years, it's like, Hey, this is where we want to go. This is where we want to be in, in three, four years, we need to do this, this, and this, um, these next couple of years so that when the time is right, we can, uh, we can go ahead and take that leap into the next, next venture. Um, but again, you don't want to, like I said, you don't want to spread yourself too thin, but at the same time, it, it, the, whenever the time is right, you know, we're going to do that. And that'll be the next venture into some other investing into real estate. Right now, over the last bunch of years, um, I know some people are into stocks and, and they, they do all the, their trading on that and stuff. Um, I've been in big with uh, cryptocurrency and stuff like that. So it's just a passion of mine. So that's one thing that uh, has helped grow my, on the investment side of things. Um, but just always planning for the future and always having a, having a plan to what do I want to do with this? What are these investments for? Where are these investments taking me? And where do I utilize my time the most to, uh, to get me to where I want to be? Um, if you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing when you're younger, what would it be? <laughs> Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If I would have got that under a dollar, I think that, I think I'd be sitting pretty well. One piece of, information to tell myself oh man dang you really put me on the spot here on this one but i mean there's there's so many things that you'd like to tell yourself but you know the problem is all the mistakes that you make honestly help you more than than, than some of your than actually all of your successes um a mistake is you learn from that so much easier so much better 
And so all throughout all the mistakes I've made is honestly where it's gotten, you know, like I, I mentioned my dad before and he is so inspirational. Like I said, he's a great guy. You know, one of his weaknesses was, you know, he didn't have anybody teaching him, you know, certain things about uh, different types of investments or different types of, uh, you know, business sides of things. And so he was kind of like learning on the fly himself. And, and so then, you know, that was kind of the way I was learning, you know, just learning uh, lessons on the fly. So I had to make a lot of mistakes and through all those mistakes, it actually, you know, helped me evolve and become smarter through messing up. So uh, if I could go back and tell myself one thing, um, I probably, I don't really want to change myself, but I mean, I can't, I would, I would tell myself, don't get too caught up in caring too much about uh, what other people think as much as you do, because that's one thing that really stops me from some of the things that I, you know, I, I really care too much what everyone thinks and try to please everyone. And you just can't do that. And it's very tough to do. And at the end of the day, you have to kind of, while not mistreating anybody, still look out for what's most important to you and the people closest to you and do what's best for them. Um, if you can do that without mistreating anybody, I think you're looking at things probably in a, in a pretty good way. I like to end every single episode with what I simply call Motivation Monday. It's only fitting since our episodes come out every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So what do you have for listeners who might need a little bit of extra motivation or inspiration on their Monday morning? Stay driven. Complacency is the killer of progress. No matter what it takes, Every day, every job is going to be tough. Every time, it doesn't matter what career you go into, you're going to have your bad days where you're just, you're not having fun at work, you know, but you have to keep pushing through the grind because you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. That's just the way it goes. It doesn't matter. You can't, even if you say, oh, I'll quit this job and do a new job. It doesn't work like that. You're still going to have bad days in that new job. You have to stay driven. You have to stay focused. You have to stay motivated and always looking for, how can I push my, my life and my family's life forward? If you get complacent, that's just the killer of any progress that you have for, for your family. So, so stay motivated. I love that. Hey, wait a minute. I haven't got to ask you any questions or not. I mean, what, <laughs> is this just a one-way street? You I mean, you can ask questions me questions all day and I have to answer? Go for it. Yeah, ask I want to know what's going on, man. Yeah. Yo, okay. You, you've been doing some interviews here lately with a lot of people. Like what, what, what are some things that, that you're really picking up that, that seems to be uh, some of the best little tidbits of advice that you've, you've heard, obviously, besides what I've said, I mean, that's, that's all gold, of course. Well, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny that you say what, like stay driven and stuff and, you know, complacency. And, um, I had already, or not already Richie, uh, worship on who was a Purdue running back. And he talked about, you know, he refused to be written off. He got injuries and he refused to be written off. Yeah. And that was that whole stay driven don't be complacent with, okay, I'm done. Like my injury just ended my career. He, he wanted to get back and he told the coaches, he said, look, I'm doing this for me, not for you. Like I, I'm doing this to, for myself to prove to myself. And then he's like, if I proved you on the way, then that's great. But, and it's like that. And just the, the motivation Mondays are the greatest thing for me personally. Cause like, he kind of shows you, like, mm -hmm. it gives you that little bit of advice and, um, Cam Smith said it in one episode where he said, attack, 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 anything, whatever you're dreading, whatever the good thing is, the bad thing is attack it, go after it and don't be afraid of it. So it's, it, it kind of all goes off of what you just said, which is it, it's when, you know, repetition is key. When you hear it over and over again, you start to realize, Oh, like 
this might be <laughs> something I want to hang on to. So those are some of the things I've yep. learned. And like the business side of things are great because I'm somebody who yeah. would like to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, I've had people on who have opened a lot of businesses. I've had at least three people who have had businesses and it's, it's a learning point for me. And I took an entrepreneurship class this past semester and it was, I learned a lot and I learned that you're not going to learn through a textbook as much as you will through people who have actually experienced it. The people who have experienced it are going to give you because the, they made those mistakes and they're trying to help you avoid making the same mistakes they did or, you know, Hey, this worked, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you and stuff like that. So I've learned. And even though you hear it, sometimes you still have to go through those mistakes yourself. And sometimes it's just, you know, you can hear it 12 times. It's like, you know what? I just met myself, you know, hopefully not in the, as big a fashion. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, this podcast, that's what I say. Like, I don't do this podcast for myself. I mean, I, I learn a lot and that's, it's more like, I want to share everybody else's messages like to like to other people because there's a lot of people out there that we can learn from and you know podcasts are becoming as good if not better than books because like there's such great learning oh yeah 100 percent. there you can learn so much through a podcast learning vehicles yeah so what uh like what what are some and and that's with uh you know i people don't understand, you know, entrepreneurship is, is, is really cool and it's awesome for people who are driven and it has tremendous upside for, for your future as um, an individual, but it also can be very difficult and very daunting. And, you know, it's not easy. It's one of the hardest things to do. And you have to have the drive. You have to have the stick to and you have to be able to push through when things are tough. It's not a nine to five job. Like you're going to work all day, every day until you get it to where you need it to be. So, I mean, you have to have the right mindset going into it. It's not like, oh, it, I'll be this glamorous business owner. And from the outside, it looks like all peaches and cream. But from the inside, it's not like that. And it is very tough. And you have to have your mindset right. You have to be tough. You have to be mentally tough and mentally driven to be able to, to, be able to, to execute and finish something like that. But as far as like, so what are you thinking as far, like what are some things that intrigue you? Like as, as far as like entrepreneurship, like what, uh, what categories of business, I guess you would say? I've had a few different ideas, you know, like this past summer I helped mm -hmm. install fiberglass pools and um, put in paver patios and the paver patio side of thing. Oh, I loved, yeah. I loved doing it. Like I loved learning about it. It was one of those things like, yeah, it was hard as shit. Like it sucked, especially in the middle of summer when it's 90 mm -hmm. degrees, but <laughs> I, I loved every ounce of it. And I was trying to like learn everything I could about it. And it was one of those, that was like, I think my first real opening at like, Hey, I kind of want to like start my own business. And it was maybe not necessarily that like at the, at the time, you know, that's what you think. And then I'm one of those people that I get an idea mm -hmm. and I, all of a sudden I'm going all for it. Then I like kind of slow down. And I'm like, yeah. take a second, think about what you're doing, like really think it out. But um, I actually possibly have an opportunity right now to, there's a business, there's some, a product already made and it's a rescue system. I won't get too much in detail about it yet because I might have yeah. to use it for a national business pitch competition thing. So, <laughs> nice. um, but it, I mean, there's an opportunity there to like go with that and try and work off that. But I, I don't know exactly what I want to that, do. That's kind of a cool thing too. Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing as far as the, uh, no, you're saying with, uh, with being an entrepreneur, jumping on with another idea is sometimes, the best thing you can do and rock with a good idea 
and be able to help build that product or that company up and be, you know, a manager or a operating officer at, at whatever level that is. And then, you know, maybe eventually start your own type of thing. But, you know, being a part of a team, you can't replace that either. You don't have to always start your own idea. You can just be part of a team who's bringing an idea to the forefront or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And that's the thing too. You talked about that. Like everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses. Like that guy has a great idea for something that has a lot of potential, mm -hmm. but he doesn't quite understand the business side of things. So like, that's where, like you said, yep. joining in a team, like you almost need sometimes to join in a team because you need those people that I've always heard through people that I've talked to. they always say hire people smarter than you because like figure out your weaknesses <laughs> yep. and hire people smarter <laughs> than you. He's like, it's not, doesn't make you yeah. worse. It just shows that you're filling in the gaps that you have to fill in. That's incredible advice. What about like, uh, do you do any, you doing any investing or looking into anything like that? Like whether it, uh, you saving up for any, any, anything or where's your mindset on that? I'd love to get into investing. Um, you know, when I take classes and stuff and kind of learn about it, like it's something that really intrigues me, but I don't know enough. Like I'd still have to learn more about it, but yeah. It's one of those things that I would love to get into, but I'd also have to make sure I have enough money yeah, to get into right. it because, you know, I, I'm going to be in debt right. with the uh, school. Like it's, that's part of school, but, yep. and that's something I'm going to have to figure yep. out. So, and there's always people, like you said, there's always people out there that are smarter than you and surround yourself, you know, with whether it be a financial advisor or something like that. Um, you know, I guess let's go back and you asked me the question of, one thing I could tell myself when I was younger, it would be, um, I would give myself uh, some financial advice of starting sooner as far as, you know, getting ahead on the investment side of things for my future, not necessarily every, doing everything in the now. Cause you know, for the first, you know, however many years out of college, I did everything for in the now, what am I doing right now? How can I get myself to this next step? And I really wasn't thinking 10, 15, 20 years down the road. But even if you aren't doing a ton or putting a ton of wet money away, having a plan, having a step, having a goal of, uh, of processes, you know, already be thinking about it at a younger age. I think that would be the advice I would give myself, you know, start five years earlier. It's crazy because we all probably got that advice, but hardly everybody, anybody listens to that yeah. advice because uh, I wish I could go yeah, back right. and be like, Hey, you don't need that new golf club or you don't need an extra pair of football cleats. Like <laughs> you don't need a $30 more expensive 100%. pair yep. of gloves. Yep. Like slow down. Like you can get this and you'll yep. be perfectly fine. But uh, I wish I could go back and yeah, figure shiny out shiny new toy syndrome. Oh, it's, I have it bad. And my girlfriend hates me for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. That's okay. Eventually, eventually, I don't know if it wears off, but you control it a little better. Oh, I've learned to once, especially once I like yeah. started getting a job where I was making a lot of money, like a lot more than what I'm used to. I was like, Oh, like, Hey, maybe you start, start like putting some of this over here. Like, so you don't use it all, yeah. but super rich when you get that first paycheck, that's oh, way more yeah. than you used to. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You realize it doesn't go as far as you think once you, after a year or two. Yeah. But with that, I'd say that's a wrap on episode 17 of the Roughnecks podcast. Thank you, Trevor Scott, for joining Thanks. the show. Hey, best of luck to you, Mr. Nixon. And to you. Make sure you guys check out his gyms and uh, his uh, food company. I will definitely talk about that more when I do the introduction into this, but definitely check those out. What are your um, uh, socials for that, or your social media? Where can they contact you for that? Yeah, the Apex Fitness Center on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we don't have a Twitter or anything set up, but... Right? 
for that. Uh, this, the food is simplyfitohio.com, uh, simplyfitohio, Instagram and Facebook as well. So yeah, if you guys want any help, we'll check it out and love to have you. Oh, and I highly recommend. I, I def, I've been through it, so I highly <laughs> recommend. But with that, Roughnecks out. That was my conversation with my old trainer, Trevor Scott. I hope now you can see why I wanted him to be on this month to talk about inspiration. The man himself is an inspiration. He went ahead and opened Elite One Fitness, then grew to Simply Fit and x and now Apex. He keeps pushing to be better and helps others be better. He inspired me and I know that he's inspired many other young people and even adults. He is someone you want to be around. He makes everyone around him better along with himself. Be sure to check out his gyms and food company. He listed his socials at the end of the podcast. And you can also check out their website at www.theapexfitnesscenter.com. Check them out for sure. I believe they're doing a deal right now also where the first month is only a dollar. It's definitely worth it and it's 24-7 so you can go in whenever the hell you want to. But make sure you follow them on social media and when you get done doing that, follow the Roughnecks on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast and Twitter at RoughnecksPodC1. If you like this episode, then scroll down and rate and review. Oh, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. If you really like the Roughnecks Podcast, then you should share it with a friend. If you want to contact us about potential partnerships and or collaboration, then you can email roughneckspodcast at gmail.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions for me. Thank you for all your support, and I will see you guys next week. But for now, you know the deal. For now, Roughnecks out.